Hi, I'm Avin, and this is the Salvation Engine Podcast, where we bring you the message about God's Word, His grace, and His goodness in a simple and direct way. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So please join me as I continue to share the gospel message about Jesus Christ, and let us hear the Word of God together. Welcome back to the Salvation Engine Podcast. The Lord has this day impressed upon my heart to speak about condemnation. I especially like to refer to it as counterfeit condemnation. Why? Because the devil is a liar. You know, Jesus said that he has been a liar since the beginning and nothing which comes out of him can be true. He is a phony. He makes that which is untrue seem true condemnation is the subject today you know this yoke and burden that causes the people of god whom jesus christ died for not only to fail to reach their god intended destiny but others don't even begin because just as they're trying to get up they hear a message that condemns them or the enemy attacks them and they're back at square one they're just going around and about in the same dark wildernesses in frustration and they may even say to themselves you know this christian life is just not working out for me and that's exactly what the enemy wants you know webster's dictionary describes condemnation as the act of condemning the judicial act of declaring one guilty and dooming him to punishment when jesus spoke of the teachers of the law and the pharisees who sit in moses's seat he said they tie up heavy and cumbersome loads and put them on people's shoulders but they themselves are not willing to lift a finger to move them they sit in moses's seat these are teachers of the law heaping burdens on people who are just seeking to know god someone is just trying to serve the lord trying to live that christian life but heavy cumbersome burdens that they're not able to carry are being piled on them day after day after day this moses's ministry moses's seat the law the book of second corinthians chapter 3 refers to it as the ministry that brought condemnation the ministry that brought death the book of romans chapter 3 verses 20 says that through the law we become conscious of sin the believer in jesus christ really has no business in sitting under the ministry of condemnation because through the precious blood of jesus christ we are justified if we are still receiving messages from moses's seat it is no wonder that a well-meaning believer may live continuously under the yoke and bondage of condemnation you know, Jesus' mandate that he gave when he opened the books in the book of Luke chapter 4, he, he read and he said, Proclaim freedom for the captives, to set the oppressed free. He teaches and says that his yoke is easy, his burden is light. Through personal experience, I cannot fathom that there is a greater weight than that of coming out from under the burden of the law, the burden of religion, traditions, even the burden of our present day culture, which seems to be a greater and more visible foe than we, we, that we now have to deal with. But I would like to encourage anybody listening to me today that there is a way out. If you will allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you, if you will open your heart 
to receive the word as it has been revealed in the scriptures, you can this day, right now, step into a new freedom in Christ Jesus. Let's say a prayer. Holy Spirit, we invite you. We thank you for your word today. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for the precious gift of your son, Jesus, who has set us free from the law who has set us free and redeemed us, justified us, and made us a people unto you, reconciled us through his precious blood. We receive this liberating word today. May it sink in our spirits and fill our hearts with joy as we are transformed to enjoy that relationship with you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The first liberating truth that I would like to share with you today is that Jesus has done it all. Now we know that the scriptures in the book of Romans chapter 8 verses 1 says that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But is this the reality that most are living in? Remember what I say, the devil is a liar. And perhaps this is not your reality today. You read this verse from the book of Romans chapter 8 that there is now no condemnation, but at the same time, you look at your life and the thoughts that are coming to you and they are packed with condemnation. You know, as I have grown with the Lord for as long as I have had gaps of knowledge, the enemy was able to fight me using condemnation, which really I like to call counterfeit condemnation because it's trickery. You must understand that you are fighting the master of trickery, the father of lies especially if you're trying to advance in the things of God. If you wake up one day and say, today I'm going to serve Jesus, I'm going to walk with you, Lord, prepare yourself, arm yourself, fix that helmet of salvation on your head because you're just about to enter into active combat with the master of trickery. And that's why I call it counterfeit condemnation. And I thank God because God, you see, God has given us his word, the truth that we need to win every single time. And his word is forever established. It cannot change. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, firstly, you are truly my disciples. Put on that belt of truth, the truth of my word, because when you know that truth, the truth shall make you free. You say, well, I thought Jesus set me free at salvation. Yes, that's true. But a lack of knowledge, ignorance, will cause you to fall prey to the counterfeit attacks of the enemy. Jesus is the word. Jesus is the truth. We must get fully acquainted with all of him, his word and his truth from his word. Who we have become through his word is so important hearing his word, believing his word, understanding his word, acting on his word. You know, if I say I know Jesus, but I don't know his word or what his word says, then there naturally, by default, there is something lacking in me and I will always fall prey. You know, scripture speaks of Jesus as the great shepherd of the sheep and we as the sheep of his pasture. I am fully assured that the author of our salvation, Jesus Christ, did not leave a gap in the hedge that protects his sheep when he accomplished that great work of salvation at the cross. You know, what do I mean by this? I mean, Jesus has done it all. Jesus said, Father, I have finished the work that you gave me to do at the cross. It is finished. The book of Hebrews chapter 10 speaks of one sacrifice once and for all. 
for by one offering he has perfected forever them that are being sanctified we have received an eternal redemption through the blood of jesus the power of the blood of jesus we have been purged from a guilty conscience made holy made righteous in right standing with god the book of Colossians chapter 1 verses 22 says that we are free from accusation. We are above reproach, unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. Jesus has accomplished a complete and perfect work on our behalf. But get this, in verse 23 of that same text, it says, If indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard which was preached to every creature under heaven of which i paul have become a minister once again we hear the echo of jesus's words if you continue in my word this right here is the area that calls for personal responsibility action on our part to hold on to what jesus has done with faithfulness we cannot afford to lean back be lazy leave all this you know leave it in the pastor's hands in our prayer group's hands somebody will pray for me no this is a call for active engagement. If you want to live a victorious Christian life, listen to this portion of scripture. It says that if indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you had, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, have become a minister. The hope of the gospel that gospel which Paul became a minister well what gospel is this this brings me to our liberating truth for anyone that is under the yoke of condemnation and that is that the crux of the gospel the gospel that Paul preached is that believers in Jesus Christ are not under the law but are under grace John 1 17 for the law was given by Moses but grace and truth came by Christ Jesus firstly this gospel holds out the liberating hope for us believers that we are not made righteous before God by works of the law but by believing this liberates us into a freedom that stands on faith in what Jesus has done and only what he has done, bringing an end to our performance mentality to win favor with God, whether it be religious or otherwise. Knowing and believing that Jesus' sacrifice satisfied the Father. This is one of the areas in which we must continue grounded and steadfast, immovable, not moved away from this truth. So when the enemy attacks you and says you are not pleasing to God today because you did not do the following list of religious duties, some that may even appear spiritual but really are human regulations and commands that have an appearance of wisdom, you know, you just know that it is a counterfeit attack and you can fight back with truth from the word of God. True freedom from counterfeit, anything counterfeit, comes when the believer truly embraces the grace of God and receives it in abundance. Those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness 
We reign in life with Christ Jesus. You know, the enemy tried this with Joshua the high priest in the book of Zechariah chapter 3, but the Lord would not have it. He tried to accuse Joshua, to call him out on his mistakes, his filthy garments, and where he had been. But the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Learn to talk back and silence the empty, deceitful, accusatory words of the four. Jesus taught us how to do this with scripture, with words of Rema. Talk back, resist him, and he shall flee from you. May every accusation against you this day be silenced in Jesus' name. You know, we must take the limits off of how gracious and merciful we think God is. God's grace cannot be judged at the level of our human comparisons and reasonings the bible says in romans chapter 5 verses 17 and the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned that is adam for the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation but the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification for if by one man's offense, Adam, death reigned through one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. This scripture shows us that we cannot, we do not have any standard by which we can compare, measure, or reason to discover how big, how wide God's grace is because it says that and the gift is not like the trespass and the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned let us rise above above arguing about are, are we under the law are we under grace there is so much there is an abundance that God has for the believer who has moved past these first principles of doctrine for as long as we do not submit to the finished work of the Messiah we remain open prey to the enemy too easy because we are jumping over that finished fence of Jesus Christ his work of perfection and we are in fact provoking the enemy saying aha uh -huh, attack attack and oh attack he will this is where you find all manner of confusion and the defeated Christian with a defeated faith. But thank God, believing the gospel, remaining steadfast in it, is our victory over counterfeit condemnation. The last of the liberating truth that I would like to share with you today is God's unconditional love, agape love. You know, this comes to us by revelation, the revelation of God's love. It sets a man free for life. Scripture says that God in his love sent his son to die for us. He says that I did not send my son to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in the son is not condemned. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, be free this day from condemnation. This is touching your helmet of salvation. The devil's lies come to us through thoughts, through ideas, through suggestions, we resist him standing on all of the liberating truth that is in Christ Jesus. Keeping our minds in the goodness of the gospel, meditating on God's love for you. This is the everlasting love that the Father has towards us. He gave us his son, the believer in Jesus Christ, regardless of your past. 
what you have done, where you have been, is not under condemnation. This is not what the Father sent the Son to do. Receive and believe God's grace. Let the Lord be the lifter of your head. This day, choose, choose now to begin your spiritual destiny that God has for you. See, God gave us his son while we were sinners. That is a love without conditions. If there was something that we could do to obtain God's love, then we have to go back under the law. Just as Paul says in the book of Galatians chapter 2 verse 18, if I rebuild what I destroyed, then I really would be a lawbreaker. God loves you more than anything you can ever do or anything you can ever repay him with. The reality of it is that condemnation only remains for the one who has chosen to oppose God's way. The one who has rejected God's son, trampling the son of God underfoot through unbelief and useless arguments, treating as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified them. The book of Hebrews speaks about insulting the spirit of grace. As John chapter 3 verses 18 reads, Whoever does not believe is condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. Let's pray. Almighty Father in heaven, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for your precious Son, Jesus Christ. And I thank you for the finished work of Jesus on the cross. I thank you for those listening to me, Father God. And I pray that this day they will be free from all condemnation, knowing the one who shed his blood for them at the cross calls them free, free of accusation, free of blame. I thank you, Father God, that you love us with an everlasting love. And I pray for those listening to me that have not given their lives to Jesus Christ, that this day will be the day that their hearts open wide. You pour out your faith, that faith they need to step forward to receive your son, Jesus Christ. Let today be the day of their salvation. I thank you, Father God, for your word today. Blessed be your holy name, O Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. If you've enjoyed hearing about God's goodness, please make sure to visit our website, www.salvationengine.com, where I share written messages from scripture and other news. In addition, is the Salvation Engine social media pages on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Simply type in Salvation Engine to find us. Have a great week. Until next time, be blessed.